Hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore and Christopher Strong. Yes, hello, I'm Tyler. And I'm Chris. And today we are talking about the uh, mostly new film, uh, Creed 3. It's it's new enough. It's, it's new it's, enough, it's, yeah. It's we, new enough, that's right. The new enough film, Creed 3. It was very funny because I believe it came out on March 3rd. Um, and that was about the day I realized, oh, the movie is out. Yeah, what was with the uh, marketing for this movie? And the fact that there that there was none? Yeah. Um, what happened? Because like, there was a trailer a few months ago, and it was good. Um, and I think yeah. there was like a Super Bowl spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was about it. And then all of a sudden I started seeing a lot of like social media posts, like, like social media ads rather about it. Um, and that's how I knew, oh yes, the movie is coming out. There was a lot of discussion about the anime influence of the film. Obviously we'll talk about that when we talk about the movie, but like, like that was kind of like the people who were picking up talking about the film, like word of mouth really carried this thing. <laughs> Apparently so, yeah, because, like, I remember, yeah, because I remember uh, you talking about it, you're like, go see, go see the Creed, and I'm like, wait, this, yeah. is that out now? Because, <laughs> like, I've been following, you know, not too closely, but, like, you, you know, it's been on my list for a while. I, I know, like, I was very excited when Michael B. Jordan was announced to be the director. Um, so, you know... I, uh, yeah. I, I've been looking forward to it and it got pushed a couple times and I, I thought maybe that's a bad sign. Um, yeah. so like I was a little hesitant. I, you know, kind of transitioning into our theater experience a little bit here. You know, I, I kind of just knew, like, I've been hearing a lot of good things. Well, that does, there was media about like the fact that it like has made so much money in the box office. Mm-hmm. I think it's, uh, currently the highest grossing sports movie if I'm not mistaken i knew i was gonna go see it regardless i currently have like several gift cards and passes uh to where i'm gonna be seeing some free movies for a little while (laughs) um (laughs) so i'm very excited about that and i used one of them to uh see this at of course the east warren um and i saw it in the uh, grand auditorium uh, there were like two other people in the whole theater because I saw it, um, not, we're recording this on a Tuesday. I saw it the previous Tuesday. Yeah, no, good experience. Got some popcorn, uh, sat down, watched a movie on a big screen with only other, two other people there. <laughs> uh, that's nice, at least. Um, <laughs> for me, uh, it's spring break, by the way. Yes, yes. And uh, you won't believe how busy it was. Everybody was in the movie theater. And so that's how I know for a fact this movie is going to be making uh, a lot of money this week. But uh, besides the very crowded uh, theater, uh, you know, it was a normal experience for me. Okay. Besides that, you know. Normally I go like on Tuesdays and early in the morning and it's safe. It wasn't safe. <laughs> That is normally my experience is like, you know, yeah, it's like two people in there or whatever. It's like, you know, it's definitely my preferred way to see a movie. (laughs) I, Mm -hmm. I wanted to see it in war in 21, but they actually, they actually, um, they canceled that screening for some reason. 
I don't know why it was doing fine. Like it was number one in the box office that week. So yeah, I know it's been overtaken by the new Scream now, but Mm -hmm. uh, you know, (laughs) movies are actually doing pretty well this month. Uh, uh, We had just kind of in general, you know, we had a pretty decent Oscar turnout. (laughs) Like the results of that were pretty great. Uh, It was just announced today that Quentin Tarantino is making his last movie and uh, there's like details on what that's going to be. So, oh, I haven't seen those things yet. I have to I have to check that out. Yes. So, just a just a great time to be a movie fan right now. Yeah. Um let's talk about some of the non-spoiler stuff from Creed 3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously I'm talking about Michael B. Jordan directing this movie. And we can get into, you know, the details of his directing, his directing, uh, I guess his debut, I think. Is what, I believe is, so. Is what, you know, and I I do wonder, like, how much, like, Ryan Coogler might have helped, like, as far as, like, um, what he's learned from him and other directors, I guess, too. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Coogler directed. He directed the last, the, the first two. He directed the first right? one, and then he did... First one. Um, he worked on him on with him on uh, Fruitville Station and uh, Black Panther as well, but he didn't do Creed two. Okay. So either way, you know somebody who is very you know uh, known for their visuals. Yes. Uh, you know that's something to expect in this movie, especially you know, some of the stuff he's talked about in interviews, which you can talk about obviously the anime inspiration stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that was like this is a very this is a very interesting. Uh, selling a point there. Yes, I read something. I read something that like I can't remember who it was, but some like producer talking about like how it was like you want to do an anime thing in this. <laughs> like <laughs> you, what? Like what? Then they you know see what he's actually trying to do. It's like oh okay, got it. Yeah, I understand. Gotcha. I, Understandable. I definitely wondered what that meant. Yeah, because like we we already knew this about Michael B. Jordan. Like he was. Uh, what was that Rooster Teeth project called that uh, he was an executive producer oh, on? Uh, Gen X. Gen X. Gen X? What were we saying? Gen, Gen Lock. Gen, Gen, Gen X. It's about... It's about... About being a, a teenager, early adulthood in the 90s. Yeah. Having a Walkman. You Having know, a Walkman, yeah. Yeah. Um, Listen to the Beatles like no generation could before. <laughs> uh, I definitely wondered how it would be um, implemented, and like that first fight scene that we see, where he kind of uh, where Adonis kind of like solidifies his um, you know, like championship, I suppose. Like there, there's like little moments where like he's noticing like everything slows down, and he like notices openings or like things like that um and i thought okay that's pretty cool like they're doing they're doing little stuff like that and i mean throughout the other fight like it's it only really applies in the fights obviously yeah there's there's no uh um insert uh you know anime stylization here during uh narr- uh talking scenes or whatever yeah. dialogue scenes yeah <laughs> um but yeah it does little stuff like that there's a there's a key moment that i'm sure we can talk about here uh, once we get into the spoiler parts, um, that I thought was was a a pretty direct reference. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, 
I, uh, I, I think overall he did a very good job. You know, I, it's, it's very different from the first two Creed movies. What's well, very different from like any of the Rocky films, even? Yes, it's well, um, the comparison I would make because it, it's very much like, and I, I wondered how, how intentional this was. Uh, it kind of follows a similar formula, like the Creed series has followed a similar similar formula to um, the Rocky series mm-hmm. because the the first two Creed films are very grounded. They were very much so like the first Rocky or Rocky Balboa. Uh, this one is a lot, kind of a similar shift that Rocky Three takes, but in a very different way. Like Rocky Three, as we've talked about in our episodes on the Rocky films. Mm-hmm is this big grandiose like it's much more of a blockbuster it's a much more macho movie this isn't like that but it's a it's a very like it's a turn like it's no longer like rocky balboa it's not really like the first creed movie it's it's a turn into more of like something a little bit more grandiose but in a very different way i think you could compare you could make comparisons as, as far as, like, the type of fighter Dame is mm-hmm. to, uh, to Clubber Lang, obviously, uh, Dame is a character. Yeah. He has a personality. Yeah. So, like, that's the, that's the major difference. And, like, you know, we'll obviously dig in. I think it. the major difference is the, uh, the writing. Yes. Uh, is a lot stronger. Yes. <laughs> the acting's a lot stronger. Uh. There's a, a, cause like, if you want to talk about the macho aspect and I don't know, maybe we're kind of, I, I, this isn't really spoilers, I don't think, but like, you know, I think it addresses the, the macho aspect of like, you know, boxing and like these types of athletes, like how, how, especially someone like Adonis handles his feelings and, um, how, how bad some of the, the macho aspect is. (laughs) for him um and uh, i think it handles it in a really good way but um i'm curious uh so the uh some of the stuff up front what 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 did you think well i mean that's i I just want to talk about the the rocky three comparison a little bit here sure because i think this is an interesting uh point here which is that like i don't think i see that at all with this one Mm -hmm. i see a shift obviously and uh one of the shifts is that this is definitely a, a much darker film yeah. And Stallone talked about how he was not going to be a part of this movie because he did he disagreed with the direction the film was going because it was a darker tone with it. Like this is definitely I guess like a I don't know, it felt it felt like a little bit more like a little bit grittier in a way. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely some like character shifts here that like I think I think it's still it's still pretty grounded. Yeah. Um still fairly grounded. I mean, it, you know, it's it Nothing in the in here was like outlandish to the point where it's like I couldn't possibly see this happening. Yeah. You know? Like in the third one, in the third Rocky, you know, you have Mr. T going up there and like uh, like ambushing Rocky at the uh the statue presentation or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like nothing that happened there would have happened in real Yeah, no, that would have gotten That's shut very down unreal. pretty fast. <laughs> that would have been yeah, that would have been like uh security, get him out of here, this weirdo. He's just some dude. You know, this one was like 
this guy shows up. Uh, and, you know, you've seen the trailers. Okay, it's not as well. The guy yeah. shows up after like eighteen years, and you know he thinks he still has something left in him. And it's like this is like every Rocky film, you know, type of person. It's like this person feels they have a little bit left in them, whatever. It's like the, you know, agreed, agreed. And like, because I, I mean, like the major, like the only. The only strength as far as uh, as far as that comparison goes is literally just in the tonal shift that happens. Other than that, they're not they're not very similar movies at all. I, I just want to say, like you know, I uh, look at uh, Jonathan Majors. By the way, just being a macho mm-hmm. people, comparing him to Adonis, and I feel like Majors looks like he's a guy who'd be in another class than yes the creed would be because like and that's kind of where i was thinking as far as like the club or lang thing goes is just like he just he he looks like so much like bigger than adonis the same way like uh mr t did compared to stallone um even though yeah. stallone was fucking huge in that movie too like and let's let's also not discredit michael b jordan uh the uh uh, both physiques in this in this film are immaculate. <laughs> yeah, I, I like how, I like how they have the part. This is uh, I'm sure this is much of a spoiler or whatever. Sure, it's like he's he's obviously you know not going to be as good of shape at one point in the movie. I'm like he's in better shape than I've ever been in my <laughs> yes. entire life. No, I was thinking about the exact so, same thing. <laughs> and I'm like you know call this guy chubby in any way shape or form. It's like come on man. <laughs> I'm about to have, I'm about to, I'm about to have uh, body issues over here. <laughs> um, you know what? Let's move into spoilers. I think like I think we can kind of gather that we both enjoyed this movie. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> this movie was amateur hour. Uh, what, what, oh shoot, what was it? Uh, pedestrian at best. Yes. Uh, get a real director back in. Get a, get a real director. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Michael B. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, no, dude, that was. I mean, obviously, he was inspired by Left Hook. I just want to make sure it's very clear here. Well, I didn't want to say anything, but uh, it, it's pretty obvious. Uh. Yeah, there's a lot of references. Uh, there's a like, like you know, he's uh, he's he's married. Uh, there's a kid in there, right? Um, there's fighting. Yes. <laughs> so uh, let's go into spoilers. Um, yeah. I want to make another character comparison. Again, not in sim- not necessarily in similarity. But um, I want to talk about the difference between uh, Adonis's wife and Adrian, because it is just such a modern take on on how these characters would interact with each other. She is very supportive, but obviously voices her concerns um, and like, you know, wants wants what's best for Adonis and for their family as a whole and like you know it, like she's having a, a much harder time grappling the fact that like he won't open up about this um this past event that happened between uh him and dame but like as far as like fighting goes you know she's like you know maybe you shouldn't but if it, you feel like you have to do it go do it because like they're, they're both in this movie feeling like they're not doing you know they're only kind they're they're in the orbit of what they want to do because she's now instead of being a singer she's a music producer he's um kind of working more behind the scenes in in he's a promoter yeah yeah precisely so like it's um 
it's it's interesting and then i i like the idea like well you know you still got like you definitely can there's nothing truly stopping you from doing this there's no outrageous claim like oh if you get punched in the face one more time you will go blind like there, there's there's nothing like there's no stakes like that i'm glad they're Every not doing single that. movie um he's not blind yet by the way in case you guys yeah <laughs> but like i yeah i think i think, I, I think rocky owes us an eye just, <laughs> just um anyway but yeah i don't know I, I i think like they handled her character very well um and it's just it it was it was a breath of fresh air to see how, um, how how they wrote her. No, I, I liked her a lot more in this movie mm-hmm. than the other ones. And I'm not sure I'm not sure what happened, but like I feel like I like she's a much more of a whole character in this. I like it felt like the I feel like in the first one especially for me like I always had a problem with her character in that in that like she kind of feels like she's like tacked on, like. She actually feels essential to the story in this. Sure. As you mentioned there, you're talking about the whole, like, you know, they're both being in the orbit of, like, their chosen, you know, uh, careers. And there's, like, a great conversation that Dame has with her. And it's very much alluding to, like, a lot of that, um, like, still having, the, still having that fire in you type of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know. the the At the party where someone else was singing her song. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was, I thought that was such an interesting... That's such an interesting bit of dialogue. And obviously for like Adonis, it's, uh, you know, he's going to move past, he's moved past boxing on his own. Not necessarily because the fact that like, yeah, you talk about, you know, he's going to lose his hearing or he's going to lose his eye or, mm-hmm. you know. He hasn't totally um, aged out of it, but like he wanted no, to leave yeah, his he's, prime. He's definitely, he's definitely, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wanted to leave his, his prime and that's, everyone understands that one. And uh, so him getting dragged back into boxing Definitely is interesting, and like you know, he didn't have to do it, but he can't. He can absolutely do so. Yes, <laughs> you know, uh, her on the other hand, she really can't because if she does, she might just end up losing her hearing ent- entirely. Yeah, she she's like and more or less saving like what her performances, yeah. like for special occasions. It seems yeah. like um, we didn't get a lot of their daughter. In this, but, you know, she was a lot of fun to have around. Oh, yeah, um, she was great. They definitely, yeah. like, kind of left it in the second one where, like, there there was definitely, you know, obviously she's a baby in that one. So, like, yeah. there's, a, there's a heavy, like, lean towards, like, your daughter might be heavily hearing impaired or deaf. Or, like, but, like, oh, it was kind of like a we'll wait and see type of thing. Like, they definitely, like, uh... Uh, hearing loss and um, the the daughter being deaf in this one like played a major part like not in the story but in the presentation of the film which I really enjoyed um, mm-hmm. they found like you know they found a cool way to integrate um, uh, sign language in there by the which by the way can I just say how cool Adaz's mom or I guess uh, I guess Adopted mom, yeah. What, what, what exactly? It's like it's, she's she adopted him, basically, right? Uh, well, he, she, yeah, because she technically wasn't his mother, but he was. She was yeah. uh, Apollo's wife, right? And I just call her mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how like even she learned sign language? Yes. And it's like that is super cool for her to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's so good. Lots, lots of nice little family moments in the in the first yeah. half of the oh, movie yeah, yeah. with lots that of, type of thing. Lots of fantastic stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I loved I loved that. There was um, there's a little bit where Dame comes over, and like uh, he's doing his best to sign to the daughter. You know. Yeah, because Adonis like just kind of quickly shows him a couple things that he can say yeah. to her. And uh, yeah. like the like the smile that comes to his face, <laughs> like yeah, that's great. It's yeah, so yeah. great. I I love, I love like, and this is why like, I'm gonna say it right now. Dame is one of the best Rocky series villains. Yes, because 100%. yeah, you know he's. I mean, like he he's. And I think a lot of people have said like you know the best since Apollo Creed because Apollo Creed isn't like. He's not Ivan Drago, you know, like he, he, <laughs> he's not one dimensional, you know, he, uh, like he's definitely this, uh, big human cartoon sometimes because like, you know, he's a showman. Um, yeah, but oh, like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely a cartoon character in the ring. Yes. But like, he <laughs> you know? also like, you know, he's also, um, got a multi-dimensional personality outside of the ring, which is a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Um, Dame is a great, like, their, their backstory together, and I love the way, like, it kind of unfolds. Like, you see that that first little bit, and, like, you know, I was like, okay, wait, hold on. Was I supposed to know who this person is that Adonis, you know, uh, has the, the confrontation with at the uh, little gas station? Um, and then it's like, okay, no, they're going to let us know. So, yeah. like, I love how we We'll just, find out. We'll find out. Got it. Yeah, bit by bit, get a little bit more... Um, like information as we go along, just the way they build this story, the way like they build this relationship, like obviously, you know, parts of it are, um, Dame is kind of, you know, uh, like preying on, yeah, I've showed up again. Like, I know you're going to feel bad about this, uh, so that like you will kind of help me get this like i can i can use it to my advantage to get this chance out of you but you know there is there is love there mm-hmm. uh i i don't know I, I i love their whole dynamic throughout the film and then like the kind of the the middle fight where um kind of adonis's uh golden boy that he's like that he's been hyping up to um you know be the be the next to be the next champ like when uh dame is like you know he's just going out there pulling pulling dirty moves like um, oh man yeah and just brutalizing like he was like just, just cutting he's just cutting this guy apart yes that was nasty it was yeah <laughs> it was like it was brutal to watch i i loved it though <laughs> um you know what helps by the way with uh especially with dame is the fact that you have an incredible actor behind them yes jonathan majors is so good yeah, like and like the chemistry that uh, Majors and Jordan have in this film is just absolutely incredible. Like you, it it's sold from like immediately that these guys right here are best friends. Mm-hmm. Like I don't even know, I don't know what they're they're like in in real life, but like they they come off as like you know, like they, you like you. It's so believable. Yes, that these two could have been could have been friends at one point in time. Speaking of the anime stuff. Um, there's like an, I saw like a piece of an interview where it's the two of them. And, uh, like, I think the, the interviewer asked the question of like, what do you think the, uh, or like, what's your favorite anime movie? And, uh, like you can tell that 
Majors got suggestions <laughs> for anime, <laughs> like because he's talking about how much you know, like how how he how much he enjoyed Dragon Ball Z or whatever. Um, and to go back to our uh, the little pin we put in uh, the the part where they punch each other in the face <laughs> is just like so very clearly a reference to when Goku and Vegeta do that. <laughs> um, and you know, obviously I'm just sitting there elated. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I knew that like, okay. So when we get to the, like those two were by themselves in the ring thing and they're, you know, in the, I think it's about, about halfway or so, I think into the, into that scene. Yeah. My immediate, my, my, my thought was Tyler loves this part. <laughs> it's true. It's, I know for a fact, this man, it was sitting there grinning in the theater yeah. <laughs> during this scene. <laughs> it's, it's very much, I mean, like, you know, cause obviously, uh, just for me personally, like, obviously we talked about how I made left hook and it's got boxing elements in it and it's, there's parts of it that are kind of like handled in a similar way like where it's a, a little uh during fights gets a little bit more introspective and so yeah obviously i i, I love the direction he took with it um yeah. i yeah like where the kind of the audience just fades away and like by the way the setting for it uh the dodgers yes yeah dodger stadium dodger yeah stadium. that's um that was can, so can cool. you imagine i never like can you imagine those sitting at the top row yeah that would be horrible huh? i can't i can't see a thing <laughs> what's happening because like even like you know i i always thought like you know the best you could probably do is like you know like madison square garden or whatever like a big like arena type thing like because i imagine like um the the rocky balboa or even like the, the first rocky type of setup for like that's what a big boxing match looks like and then this was just so beyond that. Like I couldn't even yeah. like, you know, it, it gave them a great way to, um, to do uh, cool lighting setups. You know, it could be like visually a little bit darker because they were out there like in the middle of this big field at night. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was, it was a really cool setting. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. No, I, uh, I was super impressed by like just, Every time, every time they go into a, into a fight, it was just he made sure that it was interesting mm -hmm. the entire time. It was just like oh, punch, punch, like oh, I got down a little bit. It's like you know, get, the, the zooming in on stuff, like showing like what the boxers are seeing. Yes, that was super super cool. Um, and yeah, like I said, the, the fading. I, I don't think I, guess, I don't think like you've ever seen it like she fade out like that before. Usually, it's like it's very blurry. In the back, yeah, behind the behind the, the fighters, but never have they like removed the entire audience. Mm -hmm. You know, it was definitely like putting you in their like putting you in their shoes, which you know it was it was such a different take from any other mm -hmm. Rocky film. Yeah, this definitely had a, had a really cool personal touch to it. I, I really appreciate that. Um, which is like I said, I I Jordan did a great job directing this. Opie does more movies. Mm -hmm. Um. You know, I would like to see what else he can do, you know, directing wise even. Yes. Because uh, obviously, because obviously acting, he's, you know, mastered. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's not saying that, you know, he was, he's, he's great in everything he's in. Even if the things that even the things he's in, it may not be good. Right. I, <laughs> you know? yeah, I would like to ha like see him have a Stallone type career where he's able to like, you know, not necessarily like 
an action star or whatever, but like, you know, where he can direct um, movies that he has an interest in and continue to mm-hmm. also be um, a big movie star at the same time. Like, yeah, yeah. we haven't heard anything about a follow-up and this was never teased as the final Creed film, as far as I know. Um, yeah. I think they're kind of, you know, playing it by ear in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. I, here's the thing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no to, to seeing another one. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Rocky had enough gas for five movies, not including the fifth one. I, I kind of think like if it had to end somewhere like this wouldn't be a bad place to end. This, this would be fine. I totally agree. I watched. I remember. Yeah, the, yeah. The movie ended, and I was like, you know, if that's the last one. Hats off, salute. You know, uh, that was that was perfect. I, like, I I am almost afraid of making it, making a fourth one, because like, it's only gonna be worse than this. I don't know. Unless somehow I don't know. Like, unless somehow they top this, which would be, I don't know how they would do it, honestly. And I think I think I have to just go ahead and say this now. I would put this in the same echelon as the first one, the sixth one, uh, the first and sixth one, yeah, as being like my favorite Rocky films. Like it, this is nice in that same category for me. Like this was I'm gonna I'm gonna rewatch this movie like probably multiple multiple times. That's a uh, that's for I sure. don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna rewatch the second one very much or the first one as much. I, I, I like I like them. I just, yeah. I like them a lot. Um, and if I had the chance to rewatch them, I wouldn't say no necessarily, but I would definitely look forward a lot more to watching this one again. You know, I, there's something that I liked about this, and I, uh, there's another good segue for this, by mm-hmm. the way. <laughs> but uh, I gotta say, I love the fact that Drago is in this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that his son, Dr- Junior, is in this movie. Yeah, and he's like, you know, helping him out and everything. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love, I love his uh, uh, healthy. Uh, sense of competition with him like yeah <laughs> he's got a little bit of a rivalry going on there uh yeah it was a nice lot of fun. it was like and like you see like a dog's like hey you, you so you're good he's like oh yeah yeah i'm tough to, tough to beat you up and it's like that was nice i was like that's a nice moment yeah as far as how this <laughs> yeah. stacks up for me like i think um i don't know like i i don't it's definitely so different that it's hard to compare to the to the first creed film um, and oh, obviously yeah, it's yeah. so different from the Rocky movies that it's hard mm-hmm. to stack up against. So I'm not even going to try with those, but like, um, I don't know. And uh, like my, I know my score is going to be a little weird. I'm still kind of debating it in my head, but like, because I'll, I'll put it this way. Like I've, I've seen the first Creed film, like probably three times. I really enjoy it. Um, the second one I I really liked. It's it's a very good movie. I haven't bought the Blu-ray yet. I it's it's on my list. I mean to, but it's not a high priority. Um yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch all three of them again, but like this one might be better than the first one, but for so many different reasons. Um though I I could see myself watching the first one more. <laughs> the first one, like Kind of like it. Uh, it was it was it was really scary when they announced it. I remember. I think I feel like you and I had this conversation when they, yes. when they first announced Creed, where it was just like, really, we're doing 
the son of Apollo Creed. See, because I remember the like, first time, and I think I've probably stole, told this story before, but mm-hmm. the the um, I remember the first time I heard about it, someone like a coworker, um, at at my at my straight gig at the time, told me about it, and. Uh, I was like, well, clearly you're fucking making that up because that's <laughs> like that's that's some piece of stupid like fake movie news that someone would read and then go around telling people and embarrass themselves with. Because I'm like, there's there's no way that would ever get greenlit. But um, yeah, no, I don't know. As far as like, it's hard to stack them up. Um, if I had to give this movie a Jamie rating. Here's the scary part, right? Part of me wants to do a nine. Mm-hmm. I think it's there. Um, though I'm balancing that with like an 8.8. I don't know. Well, here, here's here's an interesting, interesting, interesting help me point out I want to just uh, help you out here, I guess. You've had, you said, sorry, you said a week that you, you watched it last week, right? Yes, and I've been balancing that the entire time. The entire time. That's that's fascinating. Uh, I can't help you out here. Um, I'm not your therapist. Um, so my J rating is definitely at a nine, like hundred percent solid nine. Okay. Um, I can see this moving up potentially at the end of the year. I don't see this moving down in any way, shape, or form. Uh, there was a point in the movie where I my brain was kind of like, uh, this this is like an eight point five. This is a pretty solid movie. And then I don't know exactly when it was. But like it, it jumped that point five, and it it it's, it just it sold me on that. It, it's so is it, this is so good. <laughs> Let me tell you where it solidified itself for me, and I'm gonna go ahead and give it a nine because of this. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll see. You know, maybe it'll be an eight point eight once we do the Golden Jamies. But like uh, after the fight, they have this nice little scene just between Adonis and Dame. Oh my god, yes. And like they're able to just be two human beings talking to each other. Yes. That was like that was, okay. Oh, that was so good. He stuck the landing in a way that none of these movies will ever do. Like, well they always end before. it where it's like, you know, the person celebrates and at the end there's with his family, maybe for a couple seconds, and then like or uh or like just like he embraces Adrian. That's it. You don't see Clubber Lang after the fight. No, you don't. Like, he just, like, disappears. He's just gone forever, I guess. Yeah. And it's just, like, it was just such a nice moment. Such a nice character moment. He shamed moment. out and of existence. Yeah. <laughs> like, this wasn't that. It was, like, you know, uh, an understanding between two human beings. And that was that was so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, their, their chemistry in this movie, their chemistry is so solid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good. And I, I look forward to seeing more. Uh, majors, I know that he's doing obviously, you know the the Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, and he was really good in his like ten minutes of screen time in Loki. <laughs> so that's all I've seen of him. Did you see the I don't Ant-Man know what, I don't movie? Know. I haven't watched Ant Man. You know, you didn't rush out to the, uh, the to the cinema to watch the Ant Man movie. I haven't, I haven't watched. I haven't rushed out for that. You know, Ant Man's an interesting thing in that it's like this weird like almost uh uh, uh what is it what would it be like um the aftermath of something something big happens it's always an ant-man movie uh they they use the word palate cleanser to describe it oh they did they use a palate cleanser well that's what they that's what they've called the first two like in the i guess for the third <laughs> one you know 
they wanted to buckle down, get serious, and say, no, we want an no, Avengers I, level I'm not, movie. No. It's like, that's no, never going to happen. I'm here. <laughs> you don't make enough money to do that. Like, Listen, I like Paul Rudd. He's a he's a he's a fun guy. I like I like um, Michael. Uh, oh crap, Douglas. His name, Douglas. Michael Douglas. It's great. You know, I'm here for a dumb superhero comedy. I'm not, I'm not here for story. I'm here to watch a Plot. movie that looks like Spy Kids. You know, it does look like Spy Kids. What's up? What the. We've gotten so far past uh, uh, Creed three here. Uh, <laughs> let me just give like, a little bit of more final thoughts here. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I said you know I look forward to Jordan doing more movies. I hope he does do more movies. Uh, you nailed it, by the way, in like the Stallone idea of like him directing and also acting still. Because like I said, it, it's he's good. At, he's good in both. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, hopefully this isn't a fluke. I, uh, you know, again, beautiful movie. Uh, so many, so many great characters in here. Like everyone felt like a character. Mm-hmm. Like from Duke uh, to uh, uh, I can't remember her name. It's like it's a Tessa. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Tessa Thompson. Yeah, I think. Um, you know, obviously Drago. Like I said, everyone in here felt like a character. Yes, which is so nice. Everyone, everyone here had moments, and I loved that so much about this. And like I said, this is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite. This is my favorite Creed movie, and one of my favorite in like the Rocky uh, universe. Mm-hmm. Um, side note, by the way, Jones you know, notice the fact that they didn't play "Gonna Fly Now" until at the very, very end of the fight. And it's like a little bit. Yeah, it's like, it's the, I, well, sub, that's something sub, I was wondering uh, about because so like I kind of in my final thoughts here, I wanted to definitely mention like you know, while it's a shame that Stallone wasn't involved that we didn't like, you know, get even a, a, a couple scenes with Rocky just kind of like, you know, um, like being in his corner or whatever. Um, or at the funeral, you know, yeah, just the saying. funerals the, was the, was the big one for me. <laughs> I was like, it's just at least see him there. Um, he walks up, gives him a pat on the back, you know, something yeah. I, I don't like, I haven't read too much about like, because I, I know it's 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 bigger than this um as far as like Stallone's kind of uninvolvement with the with the project but like whatever um but I I didn't miss it that much like uh they gave him a very nice send off in the last film so like uh so that we could just kind of keep moving forward um, but like they, you know, there are plenty of elements that keep this tied down to the Rocky films in a, in a good way. Um, I wondered about the music, uh, for sure, because like Creed has always kind of had its own flavor, but with a little bit of the classic Rocky bits thrown in there. Um, and like during the training montages, like they implemented pieces of Rocky's score in there still, which... I, I like that the, the the tradition is still there. The flame is still kept alive um, while still doing a new thing. Um, definitely, we, we, we ended up with a solid nine. That's all for this week, folks. Wait till next week for another podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> Almost ended up with that. Yeah. Um, so, yes, we'll have another episode. We'll have probably a couple episodes next month. Um, we're going to see what that's like because the uh this spring's gonna be a little busy uh we just finished shooting 
two short films, which I think I mentioned before in our previous episode. Um, but uh, we've also got a good handful of festivals coming up um, in which you can catch personal history at First City Film Fest in Leavenworth, Kansas. Um, and then merely a couple days later, uh, the first one's on the 26th. And then on the 28th, you can catch it at the Kansas City International Film Festival in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, info for all of that will be on our website at illuminationcinema.com slash personal history. Um, you know, uh, come check and, it and out. go see Left Hook on Amazon. And yeah, you can see Left Hook on Amazon if you want to see, uh, if you want to see a, a, one of these movies done right. <laughs> oh man <laughs> i always listen to this like oh, these guys michael nervous. b jordan if you are listening to this hey man you. How's, how's it going hey man hey uh you can email uh never right <laughs> <laughs> if you uh if, if you want to if you want to talk uh if you want to talk uh dragon ball z sometime you know just reach out i know you I know you've typed the message a few times and then deleted it. Like, oh, I don't want to bother them. It's okay, man. Like, we can we can talk. No, please, please bother us. Yeah. I, I love that. <laughs> anyway, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com. That's that's some piece of stupid like fake movie news that someone would read and then go around telling people and embarrass themselves with, because I'm like, there's there's no way that would ever get greenlit. And They're making Beetlejuice two, yeah, next year it's coming out next year, yeah, next year every Beetlejuice goes year. Hawaiian. It's finally gonna happen. <laughs> so guys, guys, they've stuck with that concept for like thirty years. So clearly that's what they're gonna do. You know I'm. Not saying no to watching a movie like that.